Hello and welcome to episode 118 of My Circus, My Monkeys. This is the second part of the August 911 series because, well, it's still August and you are probably still feeling overwhelmed and stressed with all the back to school business. Last week, I broke down why it's so important to manage your stress during times like these instead of waiting for things to die down. And I know that one of the biggest barriers is feeling like you just don't have time. So in this episode, I want to share three ways you can get out of fight or flight in just a few minutes. That way you can reset and get back to what needs to be done in a much more centered state. So keep listening. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. Let's jump in so I can make this episode as short and helpful as possible. When you're stuck in fight or flight, you can't think your way out of it. It's a physiological response. And when you're in fight or flight, your decisions, creativity, positivity, and your relationships are negatively impacted. Again, that's why it's so important to do something now When you're caught in that stress response, instead of waiting until you, quote unquote, have time. In a nutshell, your nervous system has two states, sympathetic, otherwise known as fight or flight, and parasympathetic, also known as rest and digest. Now, if your life is actually in danger, like a parent is so frustrated about how long move-in is, they decide to drive their car into the side of the building you want your sympathetic nervous system to be in control. But most situations aren't life and death, even though they might be interpreted and feel that way. When that happens, you need to activate your parasympathetic nervous system to take over and get you out of fight or flight. Now, unfortunately, there isn't a magic switch that you can just flip. But what you can do is stimulate your vagus nerve. What's the vagus nerve, you ask? Excellent question. The vagus nerve is a huge nerve that runs throughout the top part of your body, and it's the main component of your parasympathetic nervous system. It allows your brain to communicate with things like your heart, lungs, digestive system, amongst other things. When you're in fight or flight, again, that sympathetic state, your breath quickens, your heart starts to race, and your digestion can get messed up in a variety of ways. Now, I don't want to spend a ton of time going into the mechanics of the vagus nerve itself. There are tons of videos and articles about it if you want more information. What I want to focus on is its job as communicator. When your sympathetic nervous system is in control, like I said, your heart races, you breathe more quickly because you need to get your bleep in gear. Your brain won't slow those things down until it believes, hey, things are cool now, man we can chill. And again, this is all physiological. So you can't just tell yourself that. Again, 
There's no thinking your way out of this state. There has to be a physiological change for your nervous system to shift into that parasympathetic state or rest and digest. And you can use the three exercises I'm going to run through now to do just that. And none of them takes more than a few minutes. When you do them, you will stimulate your vagus nerve and it will communicate to your brain that the threat is over and it can in fact chill. And I just wanna add, that doesn't mean that all the things on your plate are going to disappear, but your ability to navigate them effectively will increase dramatically. The first one is the physiological sigh. Dr. Andrew Huberman, a neuroscientist and professor at Stanford School of Medicine, says this is the quickest way to reset your nervous system. He has his own podcast, Huberman Lab, where he breaks down topics based on the latest science, including an entire episode on stress and anxiety. But his episodes are usually pretty long, like over two hours. So I want to just focus on this one exercise here. So how do you do a physiological sigh? It is super simple. All it is, is two inhales. And the first inhale is typically a little bit longer than the second. And that's followed by a longer exhale. And I'll run through it here so you can hear what that sounds like. Now, most vagus nerve stimulation stimulation exercises involve breathing. In a nutshell, when you're stuck in fight or flight, you breathe quickly and from your chest. And it's typically more of a shallow type breathing where your inhales are longer than your exhales. And this is how your body gets more oxygen in quickly so you can move quickly. Again, you are trying to fight, whatever, or flee. When you want to signal to your brain to slow down, you simply switch this pattern. Breathe from your diaphragm instead of your chest, and exhales should be longer than your inhales. In the physiological sigh, the double inhale simply opens up your lungs more so that when you inhale, you get rid of more carbon dioxide. But even though you're inhaling twice, your exhale should still be longer than both combined. And you can do the physiological sigh once or even up to four times to help your system reset. The next two exercises I got from Lucas Rockwood's Yoga Body YouTube channel. And he is both a yoga instructor and a teacher of yoga instructors. Let's start with the modified Valsalva maneuver. And this is something that EMTs often use with folks who have an elevated heart rate. It also doesn't take much time, but it does require laying down with your legs propped up. So you'll need to find somewhere you can do that. To do this maneuver, take a deep inhale, then close your nose and mouth and push out, but don't actually exhale. And you wanna hold that for 15 seconds. After the 15 seconds, breathe out through your nose, then elevate your legs to a 45 degree angle and just relax. You can do this up to four times as well. And the reason this works is that it increases and then decreases your intrathoracic and intra-abdominal pressure, which again stimulates that vagus nerve. The last exercise is cold therapy. Your vagus nerve runs from your brain down each side of your throat and down all the way to your digestive organs. To stimulate your vagus nerve with cold therapy, you can do one of two things. 
You can simply splash some cold water on your face, cheeks, and the side of your neck. And again, the side of your neck and your cheeks are most important because that's where the vagus nerve is coming closer to your skin. Or to be even more effective, Lucas suggests using a cold compress. If you have a fridge in your office, you can keep one there. You'll just take that compress and hold it to the side of your neck for 15 seconds and then alternate sides every 15 seconds. And of course, you can wrap the compress in a towel if it's frozen so you don't burn your neck from the cold. But again, this will stimulate the vagus nerve and shift you out of that fight or flight or sympathetic state. Now, those are just a few quick ways to reboot your nervous system and put you in a better frame of mind and body to navigate all the things that you have to do. Remember, when you're stuck in fight or flight, you react to situations. But when you're in rest and digest, your parasympathetic nervous system is in charge and you can respond. So it's the difference between reacting and responding. There are plenty of other exercises as well. And you can just Google or search YouTube for vagus nerve stimulation or activation, and you'll find a plethora. But I wanted to keep this episode short and simple. August can be chaotic and stressful. So I hope these three exercises help you stay calmed, help you stay centered, and feel less stressed. And I'll see you in September. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, So we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest, and that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes, or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.